welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. Hey friends, it's Annie and we're back at the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. And this topic honestly might be a little bit uncomfy. It's a little bit uncomfy for me to talk about because it's actually a question I have been journaling on recently and it's something that I wanted to share. I actually posted on the Instagram asking what topic you guys felt more aligned with for today's episode. And this is what you guys said. You said you felt more aligned with this topic, asking about how to know what that fine line is between living your best life and self-sabotaging. thought that was a really interesting question. I saw it somewhere and it has become a journal prompt for me the last few days and something that I've just kind of like really internalized and I'm doing a lot of self-reflection on because when I think about it, I thought about the fact that there is a fine line because they're two polar opposites, but they sometimes can look very similar, especially on the outside, especially if you're not taking time to reflect and really look deeply at yourself. And in both aspects, it it can be hard to look deeply at yourself. It can be hard to do that self-reflection because when you're on both ends of the spectrum of, you know, living your best life or self-sabotaging, it almost is like it's not your priority in that moment to like really take a look at what you're doing, if that makes sense. I know you guys know that I'm in this season of just like doing me and living my, like I say, living my best life. And I'm, and I'm like, going to be really honest with y'all. I am like, I really am. I've never been happier. I've never felt more free to be myself. But I also recognize, and in some of this journaling, and again, maybe this is sharing too much, but I just feel like maybe somebody out there might be able to resonate. I don't know. And I don't want you guys to ever feel alone, which is why we do this podcast and why I record these episodes. But I do feel like there are some habits I've picked up in the last you know, year, six months that when I really do take a moment to reflect and look at it, you know, I realize that they're not necessarily the best for me in the long term. Things like it's, and this is weird. This is hard to say. Cause it's like, ah, it's like, I, 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 I struggle with really trying to figure out, you know, if it's okay in this season and this is just what I need to do right now. And it'll, you know, it's not something that's going to be here forever in my life. Or if I'm creating a habit that is, you know, a detriment to me and, you know, my future self. Um, 
And what I mean by that is something like, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm not in the hustle, hustle, hustle phase that I have been in the past. And I've told myself like, hey, I'm in a season where that doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel energetic. You know, it, it feels more draining than anything. But then I take a look at it and I'm like, am I just creating a habit of being lazy? Am I just creating a habit of doing what feels good despite what might be good in the long term? Um, and that's where this fine line kind of happens. So I wanted to kind of, the way I wanted to outline this episode when I was kind of writing through what I wanted to chat with y'all about is I wanted to talk about what it looks like to live your best life. And these are kind of, I kind of outlined a few little bullet points of like what I feel like defines that phase and then where the line gets blurred and then some questions to really ask yourself to kind of, I mean, hey, I don't know if anybody else can relate with this. Based off of y'all's voting, I would only guess that some people feel that this is relatable. So I'm hoping if you guys feel that this is relatable, please screenshot, share the podcast. I haven't said this in a while, but I was taking a look at some of the reviews on Apple podcasts and just my heart was so warmed by it. It was so, it's always so good to hear your guys' words and hear that you really are benefiting from this podcast. Cause you know, sometimes talking at a mic in a room by myself, I, I can't really see I can't see you guys. I can't feel how this is impacting you. And so to read those words, it it just like really helps me believe in this podcast and helps me believe in what I'm doing. So that was really a long little winded thing to say. If you could take a moment to share your review, share, you know, your your perspective, how this has changed your life or impacted your life in a positive way. I would so appreciate that. Five stars or nothing. <laughs> um, but here we go. Okay. So I'm just going to say, like, I'm not really sure if my definition of living my best life is the same as yours, but these are kind of just general terms that I outlined and things I think that describe what living your best life might feel and look like. The first thing for me is the feeling of being free to be me, like being authentically me. I have been in phases of my life where I haven't had this feeling and it is limiting. It is frustrating. It is, you know, it, it honestly, in those times in my life, I've like questioned who I am. I've questioned like, why do I feel this way? Or why do I feel, you know, that I can't be this way? You know, why do, is it me? Am I weird? Is there something wrong with me? Right? So when I finally feel free to be me in every aspect of the word, that for me is a huge aspect of living my best life because I don't think you can live your best life if you can't even really be yourself. And, you know, I've had relationships in the past where I was actually just talking to somebody about this, where it's like, I can be, okay, the hustle Annie. I can be the business owner Annie. I can be the podcaster Annie. You know, okay, I can be the Instagram influencer Annie. And then, you know, oh no, I can't be the you know, party girl, Annie, I can't be the emotional, I have a crush on this man and he doesn't like me, Annie. I can't be the insecure Annie. I can't be the lazy Annie, right? Like, but I can be the workout Annie and the fitness girl, Annie and the business owner, Annie. I don't even know if I already said that, but you know what I mean? Where like you have relationships where you can only be a certain a certain number of your quote unquote personalities. I don't know. 
I know you got, I'm not crazy and I'm not the only one that has all those different sides to me. I know that somebody, everyone out there is listening and you have multiple different little sides of you. I don't mean personalities. I mean like you have different, different interests, different passions, different, like different parts of who you are. I think we all do. Right. So, you know, I think that's a huge thing that's allowed me to live my best life recently is really finding relationships and finding people and really being free to be myself. And the only way to attract, I've, I talked about this actually in one of my podcasts recently, that like the only way to attract those authentic people, those, those real friendships is by starting off by being you, right? Because like if you attract somebody or a group of friends or whatever by being only one side of yourself, then I think that's when you get yourself into a situation where you feel awkward down the road to be anything other than that, right? And I think that's a dangerous place to be because nobody is just one thing. We feel this expectation to like keep showing up in that same way because that's how they met you and that's how they know you. And being anything else would be weird. And there's that aspect of like, well, there's potential rejection if I show this other side of myself or, you know, they might think I'm weird or they're going to change how they feel about me or whatever, whatever. Right. So if you find yourself hiding different aspects of yourself, I think that's, you know, something you need to be aware of. For me, like I said, feeling free to be myself is a huge aspect of really living my best life. That sense of freedom, that sense of, you know, it's okay. I'm going to show up as me. The next thing about how, you know, living your best life, what does that look like? I think it's important to not feel guilt over taking selfish action. And what I mean by this is doing things that you know you need to do for yourself. I actually did a podcast way back when about, I think it's titled, Selfish is Not a Dirty Word. And if that resonates with you, go find that podcast. It's probably in the first like 30 episodes, I would say. But anyway, not feeling guilt over taking selfish action because Again, I think in order to be really authentically you, you need to fuel yourself. You need to do what you need to do and not worry about other people. Truthfully, I don't know why in our society it is it looks so negative to have the best interests of yourself in mind. I, I don't know why that's ever been a negative thing. It's taken me a lot of internal work to kind of allow myself to see being selfish as a positive. But yeah, and a lot, a lot of internal work to not feel that guilt. I've done a lot of work. I've really, really journaled through it, talked through it. I've done a lot of digging up about why that used to be a negative thing for me. But now I truly, I do not feel guilt when I know that I need to do something, especially and only when it's not hurting somebody else, right? Like physically hurting somebody else, no, obviously we don't do that. But like, doing something for yourself that's not going to really impact anybody else. Like you have to be okay doing that. If the only thing you're worried about is what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Oh my God, will I be judged? Or, oh my God, I should be putting them first, not me. Like, you know, get that out of your head, get all of those things out of your head because you know what? You can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're not fueling yourself, if you're not taking selfish action, you're most likely not doing the things that you need as a human. And then I think the terrible thing about this is that the more and more that you feel guilt over taking selfish action, the more and more that you are going to, you know, almost want and need and crave other people to do the things for you that really you could do for yourself. 
Does that make sense? Um, you're going to like crave for people to fill those voids in your life because you feel too much guilt over filling that void yourself. Does that, I don't know if that makes sense, but there are certain things that we just have to do for ourselves. We need to take time for ourselves. We need to do the things that fill our souls and, and light our, our hearts on fire, right? Like we need to take time for that. And is it going to take time from other relationships in our life? Potentially. Is it going to cause you to switch up your priorities? Sometimes, yes, probably. Are people going to maybe look at you in a weird way because you're doing something a little bit different? Yeah, maybe, you know, but I really feel that once you get over the guilt associated with taking selfish action, I think, again, that is another step closer to living your best life. The next thing that for me is living my best life is leaning into uncomfy situations that spark growth or enlightenment. And the reason I think for me this is, you know, living my best life is because I have realized that growth doesn't happen unless I am getting uncomfy, right? (laughs) The whole, you know, premise of this podcast. But, 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 but I've come to learn to love growth and love, you know, doing uncomfortable things that at one point were out of my comfort zone, doing them, proving to myself that I can do them, coming out stronger and better and, you know, learning something about myself or feeling enlightened, feeling, you know, like I just experienced something amazing. I've come to love that only because I have made that like a habit in my life, in relationships, in business, in friendships, in just life in general, right? And so part of my best life, and I think in order to live your best life, you need to feel excited. You need to feel empowered. You need to feel like ready for whatever's going to come at you. I think all those feelings are, are feelings that are a part of your best life. And if you are not getting in uncomfy situations, you are staying stagnant. You are remaining in your same place. And nothing's going to change if you don't make a change. Not saying everything in your life has to change for it to improve. I'm saying that like you can't just keep treading water, right? I think like growth is a human requirement for feeling excited and positive and energetic. I think that without growth, without experiencing growth, we can potentially feel negative about ourselves. We can get into a negative mindset. We lose confidence in what we're capable of doing. And so if you haven't leaned into an uncomfy situation recently, I would challenge you to do that and challenge you to challenge yourself, honestly, because that uncomfy situation is going to spark growth. It's going to help you learn something. It is going to get you somewhere that is different than the place that you are right now. And constant growth is a huge requirement for living your best life, I believe, personally. Okay, now the last one is kind of where we get to like the line being blurred. And that is living your best life looks like smiling, laughing, and thriving. And I say this because, you know, when you're doing the things that fuel your soul, that make you happy, that light you up, that lift you up, you are doing those things. You're smiling, you're laughing. I think smile and laughter is essential in your best life, right? What is life without either of those things? And thriving, right? Like you are thriving your environment, wherever that might be. But that's exactly where the line gets blurred because I think that smiling and laughing and thriving can also feel like you're living your best life 
in the moment, but it can be a disguise for self-sabotage in the long run. So this is where it kind of gets tricky, right? Because bad habits don't start off as things that you hate, right? Um, Most of the time, right? So like, let's say you get yourself into a drinking problem, right? That would be self, self-sabotaging. Um, you're not starting off drinking, like crying about the fact that you're drinking, right? I mean, like most likely you're starting off drinking socially. It's fun, right? You feel your best. You feel loose and talkative and chatty and fun when you're drinking, right? And it's fun and you're happy and you're excited and, you know, and then it turns into something self-sabotaging down the road, potentially. I'm, I'm not saying all the time, obviously, but that's where it starts. It starts off as laughing and smiling and quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, thriving. But this is where we have to watch out and kind of t- have that moment of self-reflection that I was talking about in the beginning. And it, it, it's hard to reflect, especially when you are feeling that you're enjoying life. It's hard to take that moment and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa okay, let's, let's take a look here is this my best life or is this self-sabotaging, right? And so I, I came up with a few questions, questions that I've been asking myself over some of the habits I've been creating recently in my life. And I'm going to ask these questions. And these are questions that you guys can kind of ask yourself to maybe have those reflection moments and to really kind of dig deeper and figure out if you're crossing that fine line, okay? So question one is, Are the people around me concerned about the habits I'm creating? Now, let's say you're starting a new business and, you know, you tell your friends and family, I'm sorry, I can't spend time with you. I'm starting this new business. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to put a lot of time and energy into this and that's going to be my priority. So I just need you to understand that, right? So let's say the people around you in that situation are like, Oh my God, like I'm, you're just tearing yourself away from the people that love you. This is such a bad idea. This is such a bad decision. I feel so cut off. Like, where have you been? Oh my God, you've changed. Okay. It's again, fine line because that reaction, we can take a look at the action that, that caused that reaction. The action is you deciding to prioritize your future, step into a thing that's going to benefit you, right? Whether or not your business fails or succeeds, that's going to teach you something. It's going to be a positive thing. Now that reaction from people around you wouldn't be something to trigger like, oh my God, this is self-sabotage. No. So again, there's that fine line, but let's say, you know, let's go back with that drinking example. And all of a sudden, you know, you're not just drinking at parties and in social situations, you're drinking by yourself at home alone on a Tuesday night, right? And somebody approaches you saying, you know what? Hey, Becky, I'm concerned about you. You know, you showed up to work hungover and I know you were, you know, by yourself last night or, hey, I've just noticed you drinking a lot more when we're all out together. Like I'm just, you know, concerned about you. Okay. Right. So that would be a time where, you know, I think that's a moment to take a a look and as hard as it might be to take a look and be like, Hey, okay. The people around me, they're concerned about me and it's valid, right? Like I can see how that would be a negative habit, right? Getting into a drinking problem. So I hope you guys understand, like obviously the two 
the difference between those two situations. But yeah, that's the first question that I would challenge you to ask yourself. The next one is, am I feeding bad habits or good habits, right? So like back to the example I just talked about, you know, the bad habit would be the drinking habit. Are you feeding that bad habit? Okay. The good habit would be, you know what? I'm becoming more disciplined. I'm really, you know, focusing on my priorities. I am working on, you know, creating something to allow me freedom down the road. Okay, those are good habits, right? I'm following through with my word on this business I said I was going to do for years and years, right? Okay, so those are good habits. So taking a look and asking yourself, you know, what am I feeding right now? Am I feeding those bad habits? Am I feeding the good habits? Next question is, am I surrounding myself with people who bring out the best in me or people who bring out the worst in me? Again, so back to the first situation, um, you know, let's say for the business, you're now surrounding yourself with business-minded people, people that are going to bed at 8 a.m. so that they can wake up at 5 a.m., people who aren't really going out on the weekends because they have those goals to run their business, to work at their business, people who are going to encourage you and support you and give you advice and, and all that. Like, okay, those are going to be people that bring out the best in you probably because when you surround yourself with those people, you might, you know, adopt to those habits and that lifestyle. And I think, you know, that's a positive thing. Let's say in the drinking example now, you are spending time with people who are going out every day, who are, they're not setting goals for their future. They're not working hard at their job. You know, they're not, they're maybe sleeping in and and not going to the gym and not fueling their body, not, not fueling their minds, right? And that might bring out the worst in you because then you're going to adopt those habits and that lifestyle, okay? So again, that's something really hard. I think this is one of the harder questions because that question doesn't even just revolve around you. It then asks you to look at the people you're surrounding yourself with. And sometimes it's hard to judge people. It's really easy to judge yourself sometimes, right? We're all our own biggest critics, but sometimes it is really hard to judge the people around us because we love them and we don't want to see those negative impacts that they might have on you. Um, Okay. The next question is, do I spend more time feeling refreshed and energized or stressed and anxious? Um, Because if you're feeling refreshed and energized, likely that is going to point you in the direction more of living your best life. You know, you're thriving, you're smiling, you're laughing, or you're spending more time being stressed and anxious. That might be pointing you towards the self-sabotaging, you know, because even if you might be smiling and laughing and thriving in the moment, you may, you know, when you wake up and you're hungover and you're stressed and you're anxious and all that, like, you know, that might be an arrow to, sh- to say, hey, 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 you might be leaning a little bit more toward the self-sabotage than the best life. And then the last one is, am I proud of the person I'm becoming when I take a deep look at myself? Whew. And that is hard also, because again, that's some deep self-reflection right there. And that also requires you to take a look at, you know, if you were to continue these habits for an X, you know, a period of time, X amount of time, who am I going to be in a year from now? Who am I going to be in five years from now? What is my life going to look like? Am I proud of that? Does that make me happy? Right? So with the business example, okay, let's say in five years, you're still working at this business. You're still being, you know, diligent and dedicated and prioritizing that and going to sleep early, waking up early, you know, fueling your body, fueling your mind, doing all these things. Okay. In five years, I, I bet you're going to be proud of that person that you're becoming. I bet, you know, let's take the other example. 
that drinking problem, the surrounding yourself with the, the partiers and the people who don't have goals, you know, okay, in five years, what is that going to look like? And are you going to be proud of that? And again, I, that's like, that's a big smack in the face, especially if you're going down the road of self-sabotage, right? Is to take a look at that and say, all right, well, if I'm not proud, if your answer is that you're not proud of that person, and you know what? It doesn't even have to be that you're taking action in a negative way. It could be inaction that is self-sabotage. I also want to say that inaction is also a form of self-sabotage, right? Because in five years, if you're still leaning on that inaction, if you still haven't done anything, are you proud of that? And if not, then that is a form of self-sabotage, right? Especially when you know that you could be doing something, you could be taking action, you know? And so if your answer is that you're not necessarily proud of that person that you might be in five years, if you continue what you're doing right now, then that's where the pivot needs to happen. And it's not something to go and have a mental breakdown about or be stressed or anxious that, oh my God, I'm self-sabotaging. Annie told me that I need to change, change something about my life. No, it's just to take a moment to realize it, recognize it. And then honestly, it's just every day doing just 1% better, right? Like, you know, deciding, all right, I'm taking action today to kind of move the needle. Let's move the needle closer to the best life and a little bit away from the self-sabotage, right? And it's one decision a day. It doesn't have to be anything dramatic or insane or wild or, you know, you don't have to go and cut people off left and right. I mean, of course, if you feel like you need to do that, do that. But it also doesn't have to be something dramatic. It can be something now that you recognize that you decide you're going to be committed to fixing over time. So, Wow. I really like this episode, actually. I really hope you guys like this episode. This has just been a lot of things I've been journaling about, thinking about, you know, really reflecting on my own life, if I'm being honest. And that's me just being very vulnerable and real with y'all, as I always am on the podcast. (laughs) But I love you guys. I'm appreciative that you show up and that, you know, you're sharing this podcast and you're rating it and sending it to friends and posting it on social media because really that is the only way that we continue to grow this community and continue to spread the word about getting uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely and getting closer to that best life. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week and you'll see me next time or you'll hear from me next time on the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. Bye friends. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore fit life fit me on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now, go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area. <laughs>